You're listening to the Midday Grind with Martin Kilcoin and Charlie Marlowe on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. All right, fun with audio during the break, sorry. Join the Killers. Is that an homage to Vegas, soon to be home to the Raiders? Vegas should have a no, football I, I team. I like the band. I like the Killers. I didn't realize that Oakland was fighting to keep the Raider brand, which I kind of get that. Like, they should just hang on to that if it's five years or 15 That's years. What Cleveland did. Yeah. When I think the Ravens, well, I guess now the Ravens left. I thought it was odd, the theory of, we want to build the athletics a new stadium, but in order to do that, we have to kick the Raiders out of town? I thought that was a weird thought process. I don't mind. At this point, though, they've already said we're out of here. They're building a stadium in Vegas. They're gone, so I think it's okay now. You say, you guys get out. The team that's occasionally in the playoffs gets to stay. Losing the Oakland the A's. Uh, Midday grind here, 5-9 to the fan again. Tomorrow, Schnooks and Arnold stop by. We'll be there from 10 to 1. Will the slop be on site? Is that the yeah, one? they should be. I got Frank's always looking that. for other guests so we can bump the slop. I shouldn't say that. Not so much bump the slop, but limit the slop. Oh, for whatever fair. reason, and they complain about this. I don't get it. For years, it was always an hour. And before, it was 11 to 12. And a lot of people would say an hour. Oh, that's about 45 minutes too long. Yeah. <laughs> but it was always 11 to 12. And then we had this new setup from, from 10 to noon where you come in at 11. So we changed it. And put it from ten to eleven, and at some point, it became it starts at ten and just ends whenever Charlie and Andy want to leave. And I I don't know. Or when Frank gets mad enough and <laughs> kicks him out. Yes, I don't know when that happened. So now when I text them, just as a habit, I've always texted them for the hour, so eleven to twelve. Now ten to eleven, and I'll say, hey, slot ten to eleven, and I, I get the text from Tuna. What do you mean just ten to eleven? Or from Strick, oh, are you kicking us out at 11? Like, that's always been the case. Like, it's not worth their gas no. to only be on for an hour? <laughs> yeah, break. Anyway, tomorrow, stop by. See Chuck Tuna and Strick. And I think Marlo's back in Chuckles. the, the midday hour. Chuck doing TMA tomorrow. So, yes, Marlo is back. Uh, slight housekeeping and also curious. If, curious if you're housekeeping. A, if, <laughs> curious housekeeping, playing the pageant. If you are a giant fan of a particular player, Let's just say, for whatever reason, Miles Michaelis is that player that you're a huge fan of. <laughs> you might go to the warm-up, right? Try and meet him. You might go down early before a game and say, hey, Miles, my, my daughter's here. He's a big fan. Can we get a picture, right? There's a lot of things you might do to contact him or to get an autograph because you're just the biggest Miles Michaelis fan on the planet. I think he even had an event that we helped promote last year at the Hall of Fame Museum. So there are opportunities to be around your favorite player. The move that I wouldn't make that doesn't sound logical to me is contact him at his home. That's weird. So there was the tweet, and I think it was from it wasn't it was his wife or it was from him. I think it was him last it night. It was his Twitter account. It was him saying, Hey, listen, fans, 
if you're looking for an autograph request, please don't contact me at my home address. I think he lives in the Jupiter area. And I guess you can get savvy and find tax records or whatever. You can That's find somebody's so address. Weird. If I'm him and Bill Smith or Susie Smith sends me a piece of mail, I think I might hand it to the authorities and say, this dude's quasi-stalking quasi, quasi stalking me? I'd be creeped out. Creeped out 100%. Yes. There is zero chance that that athlete is going to see that and go, Wow, they really like me. They figured out where I live with my family and my personal time, and they I never, contacted I never me here. Even told them. They just found it on the internet. That's nice. Who isn't creeped out by that? <laughs> so the poor guy, who's not a huge name anywhere, slightly popular now in St. Louis because of one season, had me thinking: How many people deal with this at a larger level? You know, Tiger Woods probably somebody opening his mail, and he can also say. You know, you caught me when I was at the different house. I have six of them. I wasn't at that one. But how many people get this kind of mail and say, you weirdos? And at what number do you finally decide to take to Twitter and tell people to stop? Right. So it could not have just been one. This wasn't like 10 instances where someone sent them a baseball or a mitt and said, hey, can you sign this and send it back? This had to have been in the hundreds, right? Uh, Miles, UPS. (laughs) Some guy sent a life-size cutout. He'd like you to sign. Uh, return shipping? No, I did not. <laughs> you got to pay for that. <clears throat> I just think people are so damn weird. I don't mind him getting online and saying, "Please stop. <laughs> Please let us just." We also have. Do they have triplets? Or they have? Or the twins? twins? I know they have. Yeah, it's a, it's a set. <laughs> it's a <laughs> set. Hold on, Hoff says. Hoff says it like it's furniture. <laughs> it's a set. I didn't realize Hoffman was a German name. It's a. Set anyway, he's got his hands full with young kids. I just thought that was one of the weirdest things I have heard that is in so a while. Odd. Because if your goal is to get the autograph or ball signed, that's not going to do it. And he even said, "Look, if you send it to, to the ballpark or the Cardinals, if I have time, I'll sign sure. as many as I can." And I've seen it in the room, clubhouse. You can't say locker room, clubhouse, where players before games are going through mail. Even though nobody sends mail anymore, they do. If they're fans, it'll get it will get to those guys. I just thought that was a weird approach because if your goal is to get it signed, that's probably not going to work. They're not going to be, hey, gee, they found out where I live. I'll respond immediately. Oh, how nice. Your first reaction this is, is a normal, well-adjusted person who spent weirdo. time on the Internet to find my address. No offense to our listeners who've done it, but I think you might be offense a weirdo. Offense to the listeners who have yeah. done it. <laughs> 100% offense. That's uh, weird. Reset for last night where the local sports cast, whether it was me or Frank or Charlie at the 11 o'clock or Maurice or Doug, it had to have been the closest we get to doing a New York City sports cast where you have the Knicks playing, but the Rangers played and the Islanders played and the Yankees signed somebody and St. John's won in overtime. And you're looking at your rundown and you probably in New York get two minutes so it's like, all right, well, we'll go with, uh, let's see, we'll go with the, the Jets first. They hired a new coordinator. And then we'll give the Rangers 15, the Knicks 15. We'll get, I mean, we had to do this last night because the Blues were playing, Billikens played, Illinois and Mizzou, all of them were playing. So we had to kind of roll through them quickly. The only winner out of the group, the Blues did win 5-1 last night in Anaheim. Final game, we mentioned it before, before not only the All-Star break, but then their bye week, which was sort of all rolled into one. And even though it sounds ridiculous, this huge gap, they don't play till February 2nd, maybe 
one team that really needs to just kind of stop for a while and hit the refresh button and pretend like the first half didn't happen. Mm. And then you come back with the second half and maybe there's now some renewed energy, maybe a little bit of momentum. I know people are saying, hey, they're playing much better. They are. They have been better. Seven, four, and one in their last 12. Still susceptible to that kind of inexplicable game like on Monday when they lost to the Kings. Yes. Even Strick, 62 blue, said that may have been the worst loss of the year. So that's part of this streak where they're better. But it's seven, four, and one over the last 12. Uh, they'll take a break now. Illinois losing at home to Wisconsin. The Illini are one in six or one in seven in the Big Ten. It's not pretty. Mm. Mizzou falls to one in four in the SEC. They lost at Arkansas despite leading early. They were crushing it. Mark Smith was red hot. They were up twelve two. They were up seventeen to four. And watching Arkansas play, you had flashbacks. And Mike Anderson had success at Mizzou, but you have to embrace the style. You got to live with it and die with it. They just chuck it. I mean, they come down and just chuck it, and they weren't hitting anything, and then there's Missouri up 17-4. to four. Then eventually they start hitting some of those threes, and they're just running and gunning the whole game. Uh, Mizzou loses again. They're 1-4 in, in the SEC. Billiken's tough loss, first one in conference play at Duquesne. Two for 20 was the headline. Two for 20 from three-point line. Frank says Martin could hit at least eight. If I go to the CBC gym later today where Charlie will be there working out. I don't think I could hit eight. I got to be honest with you. How many do you think you can hit? I think I could hit six or seven. Okay. That's still more than two. Frank's at 12 or 13 for him. Eh. That's a lot. I would set the over-under. Maybe we should go do that. I'll set the over-under for me at six. Five and a half. You got to do a half. <sighs> well, I think I can hit the we over. can't push. Six and a half. Six and a half. Okay. Six and a half is the over-under for me. In what, 11 and a half for Frank? 12 and a half? <sighs> well, he said 12 or 13, so I think we set it at 12, 12 and a half. half. Okay. I think the safer over uh, might be you, me <laughs> just because of the low expectation. <laughs> the point is, none of this helps SLU. They lost last night at Duquesne. Coming back home, they've got Davidson Saturday. It's the whiteout game at Chaffetz. Appliance Discounters, one of our great sponsors on this show. They're all around the area, six locations. So if you're in the market for a new refrigerator or an entire kitchen, stop by and see them. The idea was real simple when they started. More than a decade ago, Denise, her husband John, her brother Tony, they got together and said, what if we had big-name appliances at low prices? It's real simple. That's how it started at the location in Webster. Now there are six. South County, St. Charles, City of St. Louis, Baldwin, Webster Groves, City. Did I say the city? City, County. They're all merging. Who knows? Fairview Heights, Illinois. Six of them all online at theappliancediscounters.com. Com. So it's Frigidaire, GE, Electrolux, you name it. Lowest prices in town. They even do the price check in around town. Stove, fridge, oven, all of those appliances at low prices. Theappliancediscounters.com. A local success story employing local folks. Keep that money local. Go to theappliancediscounters.com. Time now for the end of the day. Okay, when's the end of the day? At the end of the day, it's going to be tough to tell someone they might not be in it. At the end of the day, even though there's moments where you're like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to do this. Okay, uh, here are the ballparks, and I just did a quick look, look through on, on Major League Baseball stadiums that, to my knowledge, don't currently have naming rights. And some are historical based on name, and well, at least one is, why would anyone want to sponsor it? Um, Dodger Stadium. Yankee Stadium, Wrigley Field, 
are the three to me that they just have to stay that way. It's been too long. It's too iconic. It'd be weird if it was, hey, it's, you know, it's, I can't even think of a company. Like, it's Best Buy Stadium in Chicago. That's where the Cubs play. Like, what? That would just be too odd. Even though Wrigley's a brand, brand. nobody thinks of it because of that. Uh, Angel Stadium, where the Angels play. Another one that might be historical, Kauffman Stadium, named after the first Royals owner. That'd be kind of a tough one to change. Uh, Oakland Alameda Stadium. But isn't that called something else? Right now, according to Wikipedia, it's Oakland Alameda Stadium. And then this is the one that no one in their right mind would ever purchase the rights for, Marlins Park. Marlins Man brings you Marlins Park. Marlins Man brings you That one you could probably sell, and we'd be okay with it. Yeah. But Wrigley, Camden, Dodger, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Even Miller Park, so it was like a 20-year deal, I think. Maybe more. It wasn't a lot of money. At the time, they gave him $40 million, but I think it was about two a year. So that's not much. I think yeah. that's why they're like, hey, we got to make more out of this. When you say Brewers, you say Miller Park, Miller Park. It's part of the lexicon. Brewer yeah. fans are really torqued off, started a petition. I'm sure the Brewers owners are like, okay, do you want to make up the difference? <laughs> All right, we won't be able to sign so-and-so, but I do agree it sounds bad. Speaking of signing, A.J. Pollock signing a five-year deal, roughly five years. I think that fifth year is an option with the Dodgers. Does that take him out of the Harper market? And aren't they saying they're going to trade Jock Peterson now? Yes, apparently that's that's supposed to be a... uh, I don't know who's in on the Harper market. I like Chuck's idea. Have Harper and Boris go to the Cubs. Sorry. And say we'll play one year for thirty-five, forty million, and let's do this all over. Let's start next year. Maybe the collusion will cool off a bit. I don't know. I, I, Dodgers Harper, you've never heard much on that, have you? No. And we haven't talked a lot about Cub fans. I was on WGN's TV site that we can get into where they it shows all their stories. But no one watches WGN, Mark. Isn't that what Spectrum told us? <laughs> well, it's our sister station, so I like to I can see what their sound is. Did they interview Chris Bryant after everything that went down? So I was looking for some stuff, and they did a piece on Cub fans upset, and it was all about how they're not spending money. Not even three years removed. Correct. From winning their first World Series. No, but I think it's bigger this picture. This is why no one should be a sports fan, because you would think that that would placate you for life. And it hasn't even lasted three seasons. Well, it was bigger picture saying, how come we're not spending money? And Ricketts and Theo were basically saying, we can't because we signed all these other guys. Now, they did get Cole Hamels back. That was sort of underreported. That was a big move. But Darvish, but Hayward, Hayward and Darvish. Are, and Tyler Chatwood's over $10 million a year, and he didn't do But just combine, what's Darvish and Hayward, $350 million together? I think so. And then if you're the Cubs, you got to consider that Javi Baez, Chris Bryant. Guys, you're going to have to pay. Wilson Contreras. That Eventually, they're going to stop being cheap, and you're going to have to pony up to keep them. I just thought it was interesting that Cub fans are crying the same cry Cardinal fans yes. are. Don't be so cheap. Spend some money. Uh, it's odd that Lance Berkman was one and done on the Hall of Fame ballot, right? Don't you think he kind of falls in that Jim Edmonds, Kenny Lofton area where maybe not Hall of Famer, certainly not first ballot, but worth further discussion on if they deserve entry? Yeah, I'm torn on this argument because either you are or you aren't. It's sort of that blink test. Are you a Hall of Famer? And if you're not, like Lance Bergman, Hall of Famer, no. 366 home runs, an OPS plus career of 144. You have a season of 144. You're an MVP candidate. But it does feel like you should be on the ballot a little longer so we could consider you. 
You shouldn't just fade away. He's a one and done, right? He had four top five finishes in the MVP balloting. Was consistently, should have been at least one of the most feared hitters in baseball. Okay, so as I think I, Jason Stark said, the more I think about it, the more it bothers me. Walk into a Hall of Fame take guy, Jason Stark. Wait uh, a minute. <laughs> I didn't have him on my ballot, but, but I should have. He is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Uh, okay, SI.com. I haven't read it yet because I just saw it. But they have uh, an article up, a uh, piece on the unforgettable tale of Atlanta's last Super Bowl. That's where Ray Lewis got in trouble. There was a huge ice storm that caused major traffic issues. And I just thought, I wonder who's saying halftime. I don't remember the halftime show in that Super Bowl. And this year it is Maroon, Maroon 5, five. Uh, Big Boy, and Travis Scott, do you? I think you had. Don't you have to say big boy? Big boy. Do you remember? I shouldn't. I really shouldn't. The Super Bowl halftime show in Super Bowl Thirty Four, because it's weird. Okay, I remember the pregame because I got there super early with Dick Ford, because I was totally paranoid. <laughs> I wanted to be there really early. I mean, like three hours before the game, and it was not on Fox. It was on ABC Thirty, so we didn't have a big pregame. But Tina Turner was out there on the field. Singing Proud Mary, and I was like, "How big is the Super Bowl when Tina Turner is out there with like nobody in the building? Like, just she was like the opening act of the opening act. Halftime, I have Hill sang the national anthem. Who did Faith Hill? I have zero recollection of that. I'm going to say a Tribe Called Quest. No, they're not big enough. It was something. I was trying to think of something Atlanta. The E Trade halftime show was produced by Disney. Was titled. Tapestry of Nations after the Epcot Parade. Oh, how memorable was that? All of us have forgotten. The show, narrated by Edward James Olmos, was inspired by Walt Disney World's Millennium Celebration, featured a symphony orchestra, a multi-generational 80-person choir, and singers, Phil Collins, Christina Aguilera, Enrique Iglesias, Tina Turner came back for the halftime show, and Tony Braxton. That was the very, halftime show very 20 years random. ago. Yes. Now they try to be more poppy. I just remember being there so early. We had two seats in the stands. So I think Dick and I were going to sit up there. Pete Peterson was in the press box. And I just wanted to get there super early. And so we're there. I then, understand that. And then all of a sudden, Dick's like, what do you want to do? Let's, what do you say? We got a cold beer. And I was like 31, like. Still kind of new in the business. I'm like, I, I don't know if we should do that. He's Martin like, Kilcoin today at the Super Bowl. Let's go to like, Cold Beer. Who cares? <laughs> Where, where's Zach and Charlie? Let's get to Manhattan's. <laughs> we don't have a pregame for at least a half hour. And he's like, let's go grab a beer. And I was like, oh, okay. And we're in the upper concourse. And everywhere we're walking are these St. Louis fans. And they're like, hey, Dick Ford's here. Hey. It's like, other guy. And like, we're walking along. And there's two beer vendors set up. And one is the Bud Bud Light stand. Huge line. All the St. Louis people. And the next one over is the Miller Light, Miller whatever stand. And Dick just starts cutting over there. And they're all like, hey, you can't drink that. They're like mocking him, taunting him. He's like, I'll have two of these before you get one of those. (laughs) Good point. Uh, Speaking of of beer, TravelPulse.com is named St. Louis, the top travel destination for beer lovers in the year 2019. So, because of our craft com- scene, yeah, because can't our- call it no, can't call it microbrew. Yes, I never understood why that was so offensive. I don't, I don't. Did get it that sound either. more like a science experiment? Or just you small. guys had the petri dish earlier. Micro was small. Craft, craft beer. Uh, bad news for Pacers fans. Oladipo ruptured his quad tendon in his right knee out for the year. 
Finally, Sam Elliott is nominated for his very first Academy Award. When asked about Good. his reaction to it, he said it's about blanking time. What is <laughs> what is your favorite Sam Elliott role? Is The Big Lebowski too easy? You can do that. I, I, I'd, I'd have a hard time thinking because I... He's in everything. He, I say he's very he's, prominent. You know the voice. You know the mustache. I, the Big Lebowski stands out, though. There's probably some Western I'm obviously forgetting. Tombstone. There's the yes, Tombstone. Um, honestly, it's not his best role, but I have a lot of fun because he he curses a ton of it in the Netflix show The Ranch. It's not a good show by any means. Not a good show. But Sam Elliott. Yeah, hey, I'll watch it. Sam <laughs> Elliott. Good. Sam Elliott dropping the f bomb every episode. Honestly, will never not make me laugh. It's kind of like watching Julia Louis Dreyfus curse on Veep. It's just like it's it's just hilarious every time it happens. He has a very small role in Thank You for Smoking, where he plays the Marlboro Man. I love yes. Marlboro Man. I loved that, and movie. he's very good in that role. Just, a, that yeah. is a great so movie. Good, Don't movie. watch whatever he said that was terrible. Don't no, waste watch your time. Thank you for Smoking. I wonder if that's still on Netflix. That's a good movie. That also is the end of the day. It's the end of the day, but it's almost time for Fast Eddie's to open those doors. Remember, I told you one o'clock. Head on in if you've not been in a while. Get back to Alton, Illinois. Easy. Once you get across the bridge, Clark Bridge, into Alton, Illinois, turn right, and it's there. Broadway and 4th Street. In fact, the sign, street sign says Fast Eddie Way. You can't get lost. Fast Eddie's. The tradition continues. Great food all day long. And not only is it a uh, inexpensive menu, it's fast. You just could walk through there. The peel and eat shrimp. You're going to have that before you sit down. Give you your number. And that half-pound Fat Eddie burger is coming your way. Homemade bratwurst. Great food if you're in the market for lunch right now. If you're in the market for lunch, you're in the, the market, market for, a, for lunch. You're kind of in the market for a home or a car. Been some weird Fast Eddie's live reads done today. Market for lunch. And He's going to call me. If you're really hey, sick, hey, go to some friends of mine said you're saying some weird crap today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did take some Nyquil last night. I'm going to blame it on that. If you're hankering for some food, there we go. Head to Fast Eddie's Alton, Illinois. Live music every day, seven days a week. Or if you just want to plan it out this weekend, if you haven't been for a while, grab some friends. Head on up there. It's always a blast at Fast Eddie's in Alton, Illinois. And then we have Milty. We do have Mark Milty. Uh, Milton, rather. Are you currently sideways with the IRS? Do you have years of unfiled tax returns keeping you up at night? Are you facing tax liens, bank levies, or wage garnishments? If so, give our friend Mark Milton a call. He's a former Department of Justice Tax Division attorney. Or visit them at stltaxlawyer.com. A local and holistic approach to tax resolutions. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and the radio. Mark lives and works right here in Kirkwood, right at the Woodlawn in Manchester. Stone's throw from where we are right now. Of course, remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. All right, the hard line is coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow at Schnooks in Arnold, right by the Water Tower, Water Tower Place, right down 55. Come on by. We're there from 10 until 1. Congratulations.